At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by Betting Jim. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host is live on East Coast out in Boston, the one and only Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Ton going on today, Pritch. Oh, the madness, you know, it started already, but it kind of really just started today. I'm looking at the board thus far. Mm-hmm. So far today, Pritch, dogs are 7-0 and ATS. Unbelievable. Central Michigan, plus 17. Indiana, I suffered my first bad beat. I know Mitch Moss is pouring one out with me on Michigan, who completely oh. went ice cold down the stretch, Pritch. Uh, so, again, maybe that was uh, some karma there from our, our Tennessee Chattanooga play earlier this week. Syracuse getting 15 and a half. They gave Duke a scare. They cover the number. Fordham wins outright getting six and a half. Butler covers the number. TCU covers and wins. Texas A&M covers and wins. So when we talk about the madness, the unpredictability of it, again, these dogs are barking. 7-0 and ATS to start the day. Four outright wins. Bad beats if you're on some of the other side of these plays. But, Pritch, we wouldn't have it any other way. Huge show today. We'll see if these dogs continue their epic start to the day. I'm looking for maybe some regression. Okay. But, again, this time of year, you do have more volatility than usual. But I'm Excited to talk to Gamble and Lou, our guy, and a little uh, little treat for later. Uh, your team, the Colorado Buffaloes, my opinion, Pritch, play of the day. I heard a rumor that you're going to be there in the flesh. I'm sweating the buffs with you today. You know what? It's not a rumor. Uh, it's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I confirmed it just right now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I will be in the building uh, to watch the buffs uh, in Oregon a little bit later. It's had to pick them now uh, on the board here, Josh. So interesting about that game. We'll break that down. You mentioned uh, Lou Finnecaro. Uh, he's He will be in studio with us, too. So looking forward to Lou's appearance. Uh, but I do want to hit on these games that you mentioned because I, I think teachable moment time 
is essential for betters, right? Like learning from what we're watching, filing it away. Uh, okay, the Duke-Syracuse game, for instance. I, I mean, good Lord. Duke, I don't know what's going on with them. They lose to UNC as we saw Coach K's final home game. Uh, and then a spirited effort by Syracuse. Now, you would think Syracuse and the rotation was going to be uh, smaller, which it was. Uh, but look at Duke. I mean, the bulk of the Duke uh, players, their minutes, they only was had six guys in their rotation today. And they pulled away late, Josh. So teachable moment time here as Syracuse got inside that number. Any concern for Duke moving forward? So first off, you know, we're still alive with our Duke minus 135 doing the ACC print. So thank <laughs> okay. God. When it was at halftime and they were down early, I'm thinking, oh, this might be, you know, ripped to shreds here. So Duke does advance. They got a scare. But I think the teachable moment here, Pritch, is that there was value when this line really, really skyrocketed. So I think one of the earliest things I learned as a contrarian better is buy on bad news, sell on good news. So obviously mm -hmm. the Bayheim uh, suspension there and, you know, Twitter blew up last night saying, Hey, it wasn't really worthy of a suspension. <laughs> he should have been able to play. Obviously that's a, you know, you know, another day there we can have that conversation, but in terms of the betting line and kind of how we saw this thing move, you know, a lot of openers are only Duke laying 11, 11 and a half. With the news of Beheim being out, the line shot up all the way to 15 and a half, Pritch. So, you know, at 11, you know, it's like, man, wasn't too interested in that. Right. But I think when you see these these huge moves where it just becomes so extreme, think of it this way. When it gets all the way to 15 and a half with Beheim out, yeah, the thought process is, hey, no Beheim, they'll roll over Syracuse. But you're getting the worst of the number with the public laying the worst of it. So in these situations like this, especially this time of year, the bad news with Syracuse and seeing that line shoot up all the way to 15 and a half, 15, there was some buyback. I think it might've gotten 16, 15 and a half bound back down to 15. But the whole point being Pritch, I like to be with line movement, but when it's so crazy in one direction, to me, your only uh, thing would be, or two options, lay off the game because mm -hmm. you missed the number right. or buy low on that team that the line went way away from. So again, it was really, I wasn't too interested in Syracuse, but once that thing got to 15 after an opener of 11 and a half, to me, that was an overreaction. So moving forward, you may, it may look on paper like they, you know, team has got no shot, but when they open a game 11 and a half, it gets to 15. To me, the value there is buying low on that team with that big inflated four point line. Okay. I'm just saying coach K had to go the distance with his starters only uh, rotated six guys in that game. A great effort by Syracuse. How about Providence uh, and Butler here? Uh, you know, Providence, I, I've cast some tickets uh, with the Friars, Josh. And uh, the thing about them, they, they can start slow, but they are gritty. They are resilient. They will fight you for the entire game. Uh, and that's what happened against Butler. Now, the bet was not Providence. Obviously, you don't want to lay seven and a half. You don't want to play the money line. I, the only play was Butler. But then uh, the way that the Friars play, you know, I was reluctant to play Butler in the game today. So I didn't play him either. I'm kicking myself that I didn't hear Pritch. But, you know, again, things we can take away from these games and try to apply moving forward. Number one was some liability there was on Butler. So you get into these mm -hmm. conference uh, tournament games, public really falls in love with the ranking. Providence was ranked. Butler was not. So just from the standpoint of public likes that ranked team laying, you know, less than 10 points, that's really appealing to a lot of public betters, whereas Butler had the worst record and was unranked. And that line actually opened minus seven and a half Providence, and it really stayed at seven and a half or even dipped to seven back down, to, uh, back up to seven and a half. So to me, the fact that it never got to eight told you there was a little liability there on Butler. But also, Pritch, look at that total there. Really sharp move to the under. That line opened, I think, around 129, got down to 127. And, of course, what does it land on? 126. So <laughs> cashing that under by the skin of your teeth there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get to Michigan, who blew a lead against Indiana. Collapsed down the stretch there, Josh. Uh, you know, not a, not a huge spread. Uh, you know, everybody's kind of wondering how Michigan was going to show up in a tournament. I think they played confident basketball. But credit to Indiana. I mean, Indiana could be one of those teams uh, surprising in the Big Ten. 
Yeah, they really could. So this is one that, you know, I'm, I'm eating some crow on this one. Okay. Michigan was a team that I wrote about in the Visa newsletter this morning. I'm doing my podcast. We're at halftime. We're up 16. I'm feeling good. I can focus on other games. We're up pretty good in this one. But here's the thing about March Madness. When you're up, you're never safe. When you're down, you're never dead. This is kind of what makes this the best time of year. From a betting angle, you did have line movement toward Michigan. You know, a lot of these books open uh, Michigan lane two and a half, got bet up to three. My only thing looking back on it, and again, there was a hint that it would go to three and a half. My only thing looking back was, was I on the really, really public side there? Because this is the time of year when I want to be against the public. Remember, it's kind of like the NFL playoffs, college football bowl games, playoffs just in general. You have so many people betting these games just because they want to get in on the fun. And when I'm looking back on it, Michigan was getting 80% of bets. So that kind of scared me, even though they were kind of a line move two and a half up to three. Mm -hmm. The fact that I was with the public there, it was a bad omen. But Pritch, it's kind of hard to take away you know, a betting uh, nugget there from that from that game when you just have an epic collapse there late. Like when you're up 14, right. uh, I think Mitch Moss tweeted this where they, they went no field goals for 11 minutes mm -hmm. there. Juwan Howard really kind of let us down. Those of us who are back in big blue, but I think the takeaway there is I don't want to be on the side of a team getting 80% of bets. You know, I, I reap what I saw there on that one, Pritch, but moving forward, I got to be at least like 60% or less. I don't want to be on the huge public side. The books are happy that Michigan blew that thing today. Yeah. You know, uh, I think it's a coincidence. It has to be because you know, I was on Texas uh, not too long ago, and they didn't score for five minutes deep into the fourth quarter. Josh, at home. Uh, I mean, I, I should have played the first half. That's what I should have did. But Texas, they go down to TCU. And you and I, we've been talking about TCU, uh, one of those scrappy teams as well, uh, a team that's run the gauntlet inside the Big 12. Uh, they get it done. They get inside the number. Not only get inside the number, they, they win. Uh, like you mentioned with the underdog situation, uh, TCU is one of those teams too I, I think people need to be aware of inside the Big 12. I think they do too, Pritch. And to your credit, that's the team that we're going through these conference tournament standings. I think you mentioned TCU mm -hmm. uh, being a team to kind of look out for here. Now, this one, I'm not going to you know, have too much of a gripe with. I think Texas was kind of the sharp play in this okay. one. Tickets were right down the middle 50-50, but yet Texas did go minus five up to minus five and a half at some shops, and they're juiced up like they may go to six. So theoretically, even betting 50-50, a line shouldn't move at all, but we know that not all bets are created equal, so those bigger wages did lean Texas there. Again, he, this is another example of how difficult it is for betters this time of year. Pritch, you notice the total in that one? <laughs> 125 and a half. Mm -hmm. It was 125 and a half. I think one book got up to 126. What does it land on? 125. 125. I mean, this is how hard and how difficult it is as betters. So I think when you lose a bet, always keep in mind, betting is hard. Anyone who tells you it's easy, uh, they haven't bet long enough. This is how difficult it is and how yeah. good the odds makers are, are setting their numbers. I mean, think about that. 125 and a half, it lands 125. Mm -hmm. Great if you got the under, epic bad beat there if you got the over 126. Yeah, but if you go back to that Texas-Baylor game, that's the one that was on Texas, and they, they went cold. Uh, five minutes, almost six minutes, Josh. And lo and behold, against TCU, a good defensive basketball team, uh, they hold the Longhorns to 20 points in the second half. Yeah, and those are kind of the droughts that either yeah. you know kill you if you're on the team that you're wanting to score or really help away. you back in the game <laughs> on the other side, Pritch. And, yeah, so to your point, uh, let's not get those droughts if that's a team you're sweating, but these are little nuggets, as you mentioned, to apply moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, on yesterday's show, too, you mentioned something about the NFL draft. Uh, that uh, had my attention. So Aiden Hutchinson is now the favorite to go to number one overall pick, minus 200. I think on the news that the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise tagged one of their offensive linemen. 
Yeah, that really hurt our bet here, Pritch. So I, I flew too close to the sun here with Evan Neal. I was big on Evan <laughs> Neal. Obviously, we had a big move. At one point, he was like plus 175. That's the number that I got. He flips to a favorite. But this is kind of how this market, on the one hand, can giveth, it can taketh away. Mm -hmm. Ever since, and Michael Lombardi kind of got me nervous, too, because he was saying the Jags like Hutchinson from the start. But it was really open that, hey, until they cab, uh, tag Cam Robinson, they really needed help there on the offensive line. But then once they tag him, now it flips. Hutchinson moves to the favorite here. Uh, so, again, you know, kind of a tough beat if you were like me and holding an Evan Neal ticket. Right. Who knows, Pritch? Maybe the, the Jags screw it up and pick Neal anyway. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. But I think, uh, you know, again, this doesn't look too good for the Evan Neal backers. Looks like Hutchinson is going to be the play here. Yeah, Ekwanu, though, is making some noise. We know about that. Evan Neal did not participate in the combine. He will have his pro day, which I'm sure he's going to make some noise there but how bad did the Detroit Lions mess this one up <laughs> by winning games I mean you have the best player in the draft in your backyard and yet he might go to Jacksonville here yeah, tough beat there. But I would say, Pritch, you know, you draft Penny Sewell, maybe you draft Neil or Aquanu number two. Right. Maybe you build your, your team through the offensive line. So try to make the most of it. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe you build up your line. But again, he was really booked there uh, to Detroit until they started winning. And uh, now maybe he goes to Jacksonville, even though his, you know, his hometown, their home team is in Michigan. All right. Stay tuned to the show. A lot going on today. College Hoops, Lou Finicaro uh, in studio with us. Uh, and so much to get to NBA, a big game uh, in the association when you think about the Nets uh, and the 76ers. So uh, we want to remind everybody right now about the madness. Uh, you can get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Uh, whether you are filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, and Tim Murray. Sign up today, only $19. VSIN.com slash madness. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522- Four seven zero zero. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today. And pleasure to have in studio Lou Finnecaro, VSIN Point Spread Weekly contributor, Bout Business podcast host, MMA analyst. Lou, great to have you in studio. How are you? It's, I'm doing great. It's always great to uh, appear with you and Josh weekly, but to get here and uh, be able to do it uh, in studio is always special. Absolutely, absolutely special to have you. Now, we're going to get to uh, fight night, uh, which you're in town for. Uh, but I do want to go over some hockey futures with you, situations, because I know you talk about big boy hockey. And I, I was wondering, are we entering that uh, that uh, phase of big boy hockey? Uh, teams kind of distinguishing themselves. And also, we got the trade deadline. I don't know if anything significant is going to happen, but are you noticing – uh, surges by particular uh, teams out there in the NHL. Well, that's what—that's exactly what we're looking for, Mike. And really, at this point in time, when you look at the battle in the East, it's almost established uh, from the last place team fighting for wild card to the next place team is 10, 11 points difference. So, mm. uh, outside of a little seeding, the East almost seems set up. Uh, the West is different. You've probably got six teams within eight points of each other. And and so, yes, I want to answer your question. We're going to start to get a little more serious in these games, despite the, the fact that tie games still have to go to overtime and the rules are not exactly like they are in the playoffs. Uh, they start to grip a little harder in the stick with their sticks mm-hmm. and, and they hit a little harder in the corners. Yes. <laughs> Lou, it's great to see you in studio and a uh, little, uh, you know, breaking news here. I'm actually going to be coming out to Vegas next week. So, Lou, you better be in studio next Thursday so the three of us, the three amigos here can do a, a UFC card session here. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but on the topic of NHL, Lou, I want to get your take on the Tampa Bay Lightning as a futures bet. Uh, your your Calgary Flames ticket is looking really good. You were on a couple weeks ago. They continue to roll here. But everyone's betting the abs to win it all. They're getting 25% of bets, 31% of dollars at BetMGM. 
But are we dismissing the Tampa Bay Lightning? I know they've been there, done that. They're going for a three-peat. They opened plus 750. They're still 750. They're only getting 7% of bets, but almost 10% of money. Is there fatigue here? Are you high on them? Is this a team that we should be thinking about, even though they've won it the last couple of years? Could they do it again? Is that plus 750 worthwhile to you? It absolutely is. That is the team. And they're they're poised and focused to, to do this three years running. And so while, while that's a team that I think you can find some value in, they got deep experience, they play uh, every kind of playoff hockey manner that I need. That said, this year Vasilevsky's had a little bit of a of an off year. He hasn't been the steel trap, nor has the team. And so right now you see Carolina battling to try and get home ice over Tampa. I really feel strongly that it will be Tampa and Carolina once again battling for the East. But I lean to Carolina simply because they've had their face rubbed in it a number of times by Tampa. And I think this is the year they can beat Tampa Bay, but surely would have no issue with anyone looking at the Tampa Bay side. Oh, man, I would love to see that right there in hockey. A three-peat, that would be incredible. Plus 750 Stanley Cup odds. And looking at the top of that board, Lou, the Avs, uh, Darcy Kemper seems like he's lost some confidence. At least that's what the word is coming out of Denver uh, because of being in and out, being taken out of games. And that's been the Achilles heel for the Avs is that confidence and that belief that they can get the job done. So I know they're on the board at plus 400. Do you have that feeling about the Avs not too confident that they can complete their tasks this year? My issue with the Avs is the same as it is with Florida and Toronto and mm-hmm. in, in that those teams are fast, precise, uh, they're, they're, they play finesse hockey, and they're built really well for the regular season. Now, in uh, the case of the other two teams, uh, the Leafs and uh, Florida, they just let too many goals in, and there's no blue line. Uh, Colorado has had their face rubbed in it for a couple of years, and for that reason, it'll be very interesting to see how they compete this year against the West and the heavier, harder teams, St. Louis, Calgary especially. But uh, the Avs are the team to beat in the East, even though I've opted to go elsewhere. Lou, let's get some UFC bets in here. Another big weekend for you. Time to sh- uh, rise and shine here for your B- About Business podcast. But uh, we'll get to all the big ones. But I want to throw kind of a random one at you. It's your first bout of the of the day. Azamat Murakhanov against Tafan Nechukwi. What jumped out to me, Lou, is that you're getting a line move toward Azmat Murakhanov. He opened like minus 130. He's up to minus 175. But all the physical advantages are to his opponent. So Nechukwu's 27. Azmat's 32. Nechukwu's 6 foot. Azmat's 5'8". He's got a 77-inch reach, uh, Nechuku. Azmat's only 71.5. So all the like physical and youth advantages are for Nechukwi, but yet the line's going to Azmat Murakhanov, who, by the way, is 10-0 undefeated. So did, any angle on this? Is this just, hey, throw out the physical and the youth, the, the better fighter here in the play is Azmat Murakhanov, or is this dog worthwhile with Nechuku for you? Well, I'll answer that out of both sides of my mouth for you, Josh. Uh, number one, <laughs> the physical advantages and the experience are with uh, the with Injuku, and uh, he's an explosive, powerful guy. Uh, and so, also, when we study the most 
uh, opportune segment of an underdog. It's that underdog that's between a plus 100 and plus 190. When those underdogs grow, those are that's the most profitable. That's the tenderloin of where I really like to look. So this sets there for me. What is forcing that line up is the fact that the other fighter has an OV at the end of his name. He's a vice grip wrestler. And and the our other fighter, Njukwi, Please, with my last name, I shouldn't be mispronouncing that gentleman's last name. But uh, he he's really uh, not as versed uh, it, with his grappling, and he's going to have to force this man off him to keep the fight standing. Uh, so at the end of the day, I would lean uh, to Njukwi. Uh, without question, though I don't know that's going to be a, if that will be a release for me this week or not. Josh, uh, Lou is our lucky charm because we got breaking news here. Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association have reached a tentative agreement on a new labor deal, uh, courtesy of Jeff Cassidy here on Twitter. Um, it's got still got to be ratified by both parties. That's just a formality. Baseball is back. Uh, so we were concerned about that. Uh, you know, when you have deadlines and then you certainly have uh, the, the possibility of missing games and, and you know, missing out on money, uh, that usually moves the needle. Uh, I've been involved in terms of football negotiations from a CBA standpoint, uh, money talks, Josh. So, uh, Lou Finicaro in studio, you're a lucky charm. We got baseball now. Well, listen, they needed to do it. Uh, the sports world needs it. These kids, there's a lot of families, right. and it's from the ushers to the vending people as well. So uh, congratulations for them. Hopefully we can put our differences aside and get into baseball, which is really a, a great sport. Uh, they have other things they need to fix, but welcome back. Fantastic news. This is awesome. And once again, the three to four hour on VEASAN betting across America. We get all the other shows are jealous of us. All the big things happening during our show. We had Russell Wilson previously, so this is great. But uh, Lou, I know we only got a couple minutes. I wish you could stay all show. Throw us some UFC bets for this weekend. Anything you really like. Yeah, early uh, in the card, uh, there's a fight uh, between Damon Jackson and Kamuela Kirk. Kirk fights out of Phoenix, and so I've had the opportunity to scout him, watch him and such. Uh, and he is an uh, is a fine up-and-coming fighter. And in this fight, as a matter of fact, he's, he's going to be a little bit younger and going to have a reach advantage in a fight that's probably going to be standing. Uh, the issue with Kirk is that he doesn't react well to bullies or people that really press him. And, and if it gets hot, really hot in the kitchen, sometimes he's had a hard time. Well, his opponent, Damon Jackson, uh, he's limited on skill, but long on fortitude, guts, and forward pressure. And I think he's just the prescription uh, that will give Kirk some trouble. Ja uh, Damon Jackson opened uh, like plus 135, and he's now moved to a position where that's close to a pick -em. I still think uh, uh, a war. I still believe yeah. a bet on Jackson is warranted. Okay, that sounds great. You're going to be in attendance too at the Apex, the smaller yes. cage. And uh, I like how you say that uh, getting hot in the kitchen because some people say in the pocket, right? But hot in the kitchen, I love that way of phrasing that. Well, I've been, <laughs> I, I, I try and use as many Angelo Dundee uh, anachronisms as I can and uh, teach some of these young kids how the old saddles approach to business. Absolutely love it. Uh, you can follow Lou Finnecaro on Twitter at GamLou. Lou, that was awesome. Thanks for your time. Thanks so much, Josh. Great seeing you. Hope I can see you next week. Bro.
Thanks, Lou. Look forward to it. Yeah, we continue the program after this break right here on Descent, the Sports Ready Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties and two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host with you today. We just had Lou Finacaro in studio. It was outstanding uh, with UFC Fight Night. But during his segment, we had to break the news about Major League Baseball, Josh. And Major League Baseball Players Association have reached a tentative agreement on a new labor deal. Uh, sources tell ESPN. This is according to Jeff Passan on Twitter. While it still needs to be ratified by both parties, which will happen, um, that's a formality. Baseball is back. I love how he phrased that right there. So your initial thoughts and reaction. Summer just got fun again, Josh. <laughs> it just got fun again, Pritch. And I'll tell you what, I was so down on Major League Baseball, the whole lot of them, the owners for refusing to give an inch, the players for hanging up on these things where they you know, really got beaten the last CBA and they really needed to win this negotiation. Mm-hmm. And really, who lost out on all this? We did as fans, as betters. You know, I'm want, I want to know who's the Red Sox fifth starter. I want to be tracking what's going on in spring training. We should be betting on spring training right now. So it's funny, Pritch. Uh, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Now I'm, I'm completely <laughs> flipped. I love it. I, I'm so happy that it's back as betters it's something to look forward to you know we just have uh, a couple things just a couple comments number one you still have a lot of free agents out mm-hmm. there some big names that are still waiting to sign carlos correa where does he go freddie freeman obviously um you know one of the best first basemen on the market trevor story chris bryant nick castellanos i hope the red sox re-sign uh, kyle schwarber here this is big news there are rule changes right. uh, i believe that's going to happen the dh should be in the national league here they talked about making the bases bigger there's all, all these different things that we got to look at is betters, but my angle, Pritch, as we kind of look toward how maybe uh, the lack of spring training is going to affect early season betting, I'd maybe lean on some overs here because when you're a pitcher, it really takes you a long time to ramp up. You know, you got these pitchers who, you know, have to start in early February and, you know, go an inning, two innings, then they get to five. You are really behind the eight ball with a lot of these pitchers. So I think maybe, and again, this is just a thought off my head. We're going to have to see if the, the data and the results prove this out. But because it takes pitchers so long to ramp up and they're behind the eight ball, does offense have an advantage early in the year? Also, I like to bet a lot of unders in April when, it, you know, Pritchett's snowing and you have terrible weather. Well, we're going to miss the first, you know, probably two series here. You're getting rid of some of those bad weather games. So we'll see how this affects the free agency, the futures prices. I'm looking at the futures now. Dodgers are 6-1, to one, the favorites to win the World Series. Astros 9-1, to one, Yankees and Mets 11-12-1. and 12 to one. Uh, My Red Sox here are 18-1, so we'll mm-hmm. see what happens, Pritch. But my first thought is, hey, get rid of some bad weather early uh, season starts, uh, series here early. Pitchers behind the eight ball, batters maybe have maybe having a leg up. 
maybe some overs early on. That's just kind of my first thought here. Well, your first thought was awesome uh, because, I mean, that's a lot of great information right there uh, that you had at the ready uh, off this breaking news from Major League Baseball coming to an agreement with the Players Association. So, Josh, it leads to this question about betting baseball. I mean, uh, do you think better as betters we would have an advantage over odds makers at this point? Uh, because, you know, we have a number of experts here at the network, certainly. Uh, but just the anticipation, everything kind of what you just laid out in terms of uh, maybe expectations for the beginning of the season, even though it could be different. We still have to wait and see on all the details. But uh, I'm thinking that betters, we might have an advantage over the odds makers here. Yeah, I think we might. And again, it's kind of tough because, you know, are they going to play the 162? Is it just going to be 150 or whatever the difference is from these early season cancellations? So uh, free agency, we can kind of play that speculative game of, you know, we talked about Russell Wilson going to Denver. Well, they got up to plus 2,500 before he signed and now they're down to 1,200. So does a team like, I don't know, I'll throw it out there, the Blue Jays, did they mm -hmm. sign Carlos Correa? They're 12 to one now. Maybe they fall 10 to one information-based bets. Obviously my Evan Neal NFL one isn't looking very good right now, but if you can kind of like, you know, look, see these teams that are maybe down the list, look at, you know, Twitter free agency. I think a lot of these free agent signings are going to come hot and heavy. If you can identify some of these teams, like the giants right now, 22 to one Pritch, that seems a little bit high to me. Did they make a play here uh, for, for a good player? These are the little things you want to keep an eye out for. And again, as betters, uh, hopefully we can take advantage of this and I can't wait. Where's Josh towers at get him ready. He's got to come here back soon. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of people are going to get ready, Josh. And that's the intriguing part of this uh, incredible news uh, right there about major league baseball. Let's get back to college hoops. Uh, because in a matter of two hours, less than two hours, I will be in T-Mobile watching the Pac-12 uh, tournament. Uh, my buffs are taking on Oregon. It's at a pick em right now, Josh Applebaum. Now, uh, I'm reluctant to play the game because my heart's in it. I think you have a play on this matchup, though. What did you see? So, Pritch, you're a smart man. I think just as betters in general, you know, your team's Colorado. You know, my team's UVM, the University of Vermont. You don't want to just bet your team just because they're your favorite team. It's kind of one of the worst mistakes you can make as a better. Take your heart out of it. Take your bias out of it. What's the data and the numbers telling you? But, Pritch, every now and again, there's a situation where your team happens to be sharp and you can feel good about sweating them. That's what I'm going to do today. I'm rocking your Colorado buffs here, Pritch. What jumped out to me is uh, public doesn't know what to do. They're kind of 50-50 right down the middle. They have a slightly here to Oregon because you think of the Ducks with their cool uniforms and they've made a lot of you know deep trips in the NCAA tournament. So 50-50 right down the middle. Theoretically, a line shouldn't move at all, but we're seeing this line dip and really fall toward a pick'em toward Colorado. So going from plus two down to again a pick'em now. You can shop around. Can you find a plus one? But I like the line movement toward Colorado, Pritch. Also, our guy Ken Palm, he has Colorado winning this game by one point. Mm. Our buddy Greg Hoops has Colorado winning this game by one point. So I like the fact that you know the early move and the continued move here, and there really hasn't been any buyback, has been toward kind of where the analytics had at the start with Colorado here. Uh, you know this, Pritch. You know them better than me, but you're banking on their defense, only yep. going up 67 a game versus 70 uh, for, for Oregon. Better rebounders here, 38 a game versus 35. Ken Palm has them ranked higher, 76 versus 80. So I know we just had our first favorite cover of the day, Pritch. Uh, Cincinnati, mm -hmm. again, dogs were 7-0 ATS uh, to start. Technically, Colorado was the dog, although now it's a pick em. But I'm hoping another dog or pick em play caches here. I'm rocking your, your Colorado buffs here, Pritch. I want to see you guzzling beers at halftime <laughs> in the stands tonight. <laughs> you might see that. You absolutely <laughs> might see that. Um, I tell you what, uh, you know, when you think about these two coaches, too, it's a, it's a, it's a great matchup, Altman and, and Tad Boyle. But uh, Will Richardson will be out of this game for Oregon, uh, leading scorer for the Ducks. Uh, the buffs, the toughness um, showed up 
down the stretch against Arizona. That was in Boulder. Uh, both of these two teams split during the regular season. Uh, but Tad Boyle, I just want to highlight this. Uh, he won 20 regular season games with four players out for the year, an eight-man rotation almost entirely of underclassmen. Uh, so that's why I love the coaching matchup in this, Josh. I'm staying away from betting it. 138 is the total. Uh, it is a pick em. Uh, Good luck with your play. How about that? <laughs> Appreciate it, Brent. Yeah, so I'll be sweating Colorado for you, guaranteed. Right. Uh, I would mention, too, there was some under money here. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, 95% of all these conference tournament games get hit to the under. Open 140 and a half down to 138. Again, one of the top players for Oregon out for this one. And just kind of a, another teachable moment or just something to keep an eye out for, no matter who you like. Let's say people like Oregon, people like Colorado, whoever you like, don't just automatically bet the pick'em spread number. Compare the pick'em to the money line because sometimes you'll see a book that has, you know, a money line at minus 110 both sides, but the pick'em is minus 105 or minus 115. It may not seem like a big deal, but I think it's just important as betters. We think of college basketball as a spread sport, which it is like the NFL or, or college football, but don't just automatically bet that pick'em spread. Che- you know, keep an eye out and check out what the money line price is. You may be able to save yourself five cents. May not seem like a lot, but if you do that consistently long term, you're really going to benefit yourself and hopefully stack some more units. Okay, we have the Mountain West Conference also in town here in Las Vegas. So many conference tournaments, uh, Josh. Uh, Utah State and Colorado State. Colorado State laying four, one thirty-six and a half is the total. What'd you see in this matchup? Yeah, so I'm going Colorado State here, Pritch. This was kind of a play for me that just kind of got hit by steam, and really there's been no let-up whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So you could kind of make a case that maybe buying low on Utah State has a little bit of value here, but I don't really want to go against a really sharp move on Colorado State. So uh, they open as as low as like a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That was really low. I think, you know, really what the odds makers are telling you or the sharps are telling you is, hey, that one and a half was maybe too low to start. It got steamed up all the way to to two, to three, to three and a half. Now you're seeing these three and a halfs get up to four. So really no let up here on Colorado State. Uh, Not a huge edge with Ken Palm. He only has them winning by one, but he's got them ranked higher, 33 versus 48. Our buddy Greg Hoops has him by six. So to Greg's credit, opens one and a half. It's moving towards Greg, toward Greg's number. Which, by the way, Pritch, if you didn't see that commercial with Greg, uh, you know, up, you know, uh, with, I think it was Brian Rogers made that video, an epic, epic Vison, the best uh, video I've seen yet. But also conference play, Pritch, 14 and four in conference play for Colorado State, only eight and ten uh, for Utah State. They also Colorado State two and zero against Utah State this year. They beat them 66-55. Beat them 77-72. They've had their number. The line steaming pretty big to uh, Colorado State here. I'll go money line. It's a little high, minus 175. But again, I want to be with the sharp move, but I don't want to get hit by maybe a backdoor cover late. I'll go minus 175 money line with okay. the Rams. All right, I like that play right there. To be honest with you, Josh, 175. I mean, it, it doesn't seem too steep for you there. Obviously, it doesn't only from the fact of Pritch. I'd rather win my money line than Mm -hmm. lay a four, get better juice and lose my bet. So, again, it's preference based on who you are and what you think is a better. But I go money lines just because we have craziness. What if they're down, Pritch, and we get a buzzer beater late like like Tennessee chat? Give me the money line. Yeah, I mean, after what we saw and witnessed already today, uh, anything and everything can happen with the madness started. Um, Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball Players Association have reached a tentative agreement uh, to have uh, with the new labor deal. Uh, Again, that's the breaking news today. We continue the program with more college basketball. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bet on more than the final score with One Game Parlay at BetMGM. One Game Parlay is an exciting feature designed to help you make selections within a single game from over 400 bet types, including team and player props. Log into your BetMGM account and creates your best parlay before the game starts. If you're new to BetMGM, then sign up today and make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000 with bonus code VSEN1000. Earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21 years old. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you feel like you have a gambling problem. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. One game parlay not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, we were in the Mountain West uh, with some plays here. Uh, conference tournament. Um, I wanted to continue there because you had another play too. What Fresno State and SDSU? Uh, where'd you go with this one? 
something out for conference tournament time uh, and hat tip to uh, Alan Dinkowicz on Twitter, who kind of got this thing going for me is looking for games where the total actually rises. Again, okay. we talked about this all show and really every game you look at 99% of them, 95% get hit to the under. It makes sense. There's a lot of pressure, tired legs, neutral courts. We get that. Uh, but these rare, rare opportunities where the total rises, to me, you can get some value here. So, for example, uh, this game tonight, Fresno State and San Diego State, really eyebrow-raising because these are two of the slowest teams and best under teams in all of college basketball. Uh, they play at a really slow pace, kind of like the Virginia pace, uh, a lot of half court, a lot of walking it up. Makes a, a good uh, good indication here to bet an under. However, this is one of those rare games today where the total actually rose. It opened at a really, really low 114.5. And, and even though that 114.5 F is so low, I thought the public would say, hey, it's so low, it's got to go over. Typically, that's a way to look at it. But that's not the case. The public is going under just because they've seen uh, all these unders here from both of these teams. However, even though you're getting the betting on the under, the total rose 114.5 up to 115.5. So it tells me respected money uh, is really leaning over here, kind of a contrarian over opportunity. And even though these teams are great to the under all year, they're actually both 4-0 to the over their last four games. So you kind of have a short spread. There was some movement towards San Diego State. They open like minus four. They're up to around minus six. So if I'm on an over, I want kind of a, a lower type spread where maybe it's back and forth. Maybe you get overtime. Hopefully you don't need it. Uh, our buddy Greg Hoops has a 118 and a half here. So that's a good edge. Ken Palm only had a 112, so he's not as bullish on this one. Uh, but a short spread uh, under teams at the total rows. Give me that over Fresno State, San Diego State. And again, another late game, Pritch, 1130 yeah. p.m. But now that now the baseball's back, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> You're I'm okay. Excited. That's right. You can stay <laughs> good. up. Stay up all night. Have a party. Uh, UNLV, Wyoming. This is interesting because we had some line movement here. Not not significant, but it's a pick them. Uh, 135 is the total. Uh, curious about your insight on, on this market with this game, Josh. Uh, I heard people during the regular season down the stretch talking about UNLV and, okay, nobody wants to face UNLV in a tournament. Well, here you got Wyoming uh, facing UNLV in a tournament on their home court, their home floor. And St. John's, I didn't think that was going to matter. It did because they played great basketball. UNLV, if they can get a crowd with that defense, Josh, I'm curious about the Rebels today. Yeah, so definitely DePaul, not one of our, um, one of my better plays from yesterday. It really wasn't even close there, so tip your cap to the Johnny boys on yeah. that one. But, uh, Pritch, I'm going to go Wyoming here. I'm getting a little concerned because almost like that Michigan bad beat earlier, Wyoming is becoming a very, very popular team here. They're getting about 65% of bets across okay. the market. But I am going to still go Wyoming. Again, if they lose, I'll say, why was I on the public side here? But there is some liability on Wyoming. Again, some of these books open uh, a pick em or a minus one. We're showing pick em on our board, Pritch, but I'm seeing some numbers move toward Wyoming here. I'm seeing some minus ones. I see a minus one, minus 115, like it may get to minus one and a half. So Wyoming looks to be maybe not just a public play, but a little bit of respected money in their favor as well. Uh, Ken Palm has them by one. Greg Hoops has them by four. Uh, and really what I'm banking on is their offense, Pritch. Mm -hmm. They're averaging 74 a game versus 70 for UNLV. Better field goal shooting team, 46% versus 43%. Uh, a revenge spot as well. These teams played uh, just about a week ago, and UNLV uh, beat uh, Wyoming here, 64-57. I think Wyoming remembers that. I don't think they take them lightly this time around. And you have a better team in conference play. That's something I also look at. How do you perform in these familiarity spots, these rivalry spots? Wyoming, 13-5 in conference play, 10-8 and in conference play. Still above 500, but not as good for UNLV. So I'll go Wyoming here. Give me the money line. Shop around. Maybe find like a minus 115, minus 120. Uh, I'll go down with the ship here with Wyoming. Okay. Correctly. You know, this is what I fight sometimes as a former player, that whole revenge spot. I I'm like, this is for the conference tournament. 
Like, why is their revenge spot going to be more meaningful than my fact as a rebel, runner rebel, uh, of trying to win a conference tournament? You see what I'm saying? Like, as a player, I, I, I oscillate bet between that player's side of me and betting a game like this. So that's a really good point, Pritch, and I, I think you're, you're totally right on that one. I look at it more of a revenge spot. Uh, I call it a revenge spot, but maybe it's also kind of a public bias play. Like okay. if you lost that last time, maybe public just looks at that, you know, recent box score, recency bias angle and says, hey, you know, UNLV just beat them a, a few days ago. Hey, why don't I take the points here and grab mm -hmm. that one? So uh, maybe I look at it as revenge when in reality it's kind of a recency bias play. But great point by you, Pritch. I think they both want to win this game really bad. <laughs> I think so. Uh, should be a good game, though, for sure. How about Virginia Tech uh, and Notre Dame? A short number here. Uh, uh, Virginia Tech uh, minus one and a half, 131 and a half uh, is the total. Where'd you go, Josh? So I'm going to go Virginia Tech here, Pritch, and I'll also get your take on this because, number one, you look at it as Notre Dame. They're rested. They're ready to go. It's mm -hmm. their first game in the Big Ten uh, second round here. Virginia Tech played yesterday. Virginia Tech had that ep epic buzzer beater there, kind of like that Tennessee Chattanooga. Again, it's best time of year by far, Pritch. But my angle, if you're looking at this one, will be Vatek on the money line. They actually opened uh, like getting a point or a pick em, and the public is all over Notre Dame because they have a way better record. Yet the line is going to Virginia Tech, okay. a pick em or a plus one now to minus one and a half. So uh, I think what you're leaning on here, a couple things, having a win under your belt, uh, getting really close to see, seeing your season come to an end and now, you know, continuing to play here. So I think the momentum is with, with Virginia Tech. The line is going toward Virginia Tech. Uh, and Pritch, you know, if you're tired, uh, maybe you're, you're got tired legs and not looking forward to the next game. Mm -hmm. I think Virginia Tech, after that buzzer beater, they maybe didn't sleep all, all last night. They're, they can't wait to get back on the court and play again. I like that the momentum is with the team that's getting the line move. So give me Virginia Tech here, uh, who really needs to continue to win to get a shot at the big dance, whereas I think Notre Dame, and yeah, they want to win this to your point, right. but they kind of have, I think, locked up an opportunity in the big dance. Give me that uh, that kind of reverse line move, public Notre Dame, but line Vatek. I'll go Vatek here on the money line, minus 125. Yeah, I mean, Tech uh, outstanding from three point, approaching 40% uh, with their threes, Josh, and shooting the ball well, too, uh, from the floor. I love the fact that, okay, you think about these teams and these schools and, and mistakes, right, uh, because of pressured situations. Notre Dame's not creating uh, or, or presents a situation in which uh, Virginia Tech would make a lot of mistakes, in my opinion, here. So uh, I like that play. I mean, it's, it's minus one and a half is a short number, uh, 130 and a half to total as well. Uh, what about uh, some other games here? Now we're going smaller size. You sent me a text, <laughs> McNeese State, right? Is that where you're going? <laughs> So I, what I was saying, Pritch, is we're going to have to call these the McNeese State plays. Remember okay. McNeese State, you know, the oh. Utah Valley, Utah Valley, by the way, plus right. three, couldn't get it done last night. Yeah. But it's these tiny little games that have line moves that I really get excited about because you can throw away really the percentages. You can throw away the public <laughs> angle. Public doesn't care. Give me these these sharp line moves on games that are very low bet. So uh, one that I'll, I'll throw at you, Pritch, it's coming up here at 530. Cal Santa Barbara against UC Irvine. Kind of an interesting move here. It's a low bet game, but you saw uh, Cal Santa Barbara open as kind of a pick them. They've been bet up now to around minus two and a half. So you have a move in favor of, of UC Santa Barbara. Uh, what I like about this one, big offensive advantage, Santa Barbara, 74 points a game, only 66 for Irvine. Field goal percentage, 50% versus 44%. Uh, this is a play for me on a low bet game where I want to be with that line move toward Cal Santa Barbara. So give me Santa Barbara okay. in that one. And then I thought I had another one for you, Pritch, before we get out of here. Uh, here we go. We're going West Coast. Uh, Cal State Fullerton. Give me Cal State Fullerton later tonight. 
This game opened Cal State Fullerton laying two. They've now been bet up to minus two and a half or even minus three. This is one of your lowest bet games of the day in terms of ticket count. Really, no one's looking at this one and betting this one, except it seems to me wise guys pushing this line toward Cal State Fullerton. Uh, 11 and four in conference play for Fullerton, only five and six for UC Davis. Ken Palm's got him by two, got him ranked much higher. Greg's got him by three and a half. And these teams just played the other day and Cal State Fullerton won 62-59. So again, there's like no action on this game from the public, but Sharps move Fullerton minus two to minus three. And again, Pritch, I'm paying these higher prices mm -hmm. to protect myself from bad beats. Give me the minus 150 on the money line for Cal State Fullerton. All right, just looking around at some scores here in the studio. Uh, Josh, LSU 32, Missouri 9. Five minutes left uh, in that first half there. You're feeling good if you're on the uh, on that on that on that what I I gotta check that score, Pritch. I, I'm just thinking baseball right now. <laughs> okay, well you know great job and good luck with your plays. Uh, so now you're gonna have more time to think about baseball a little bit more. I'm gonna hustle my rump over to T-Mobile. <laughs> Pritch, let's go Buffs, my man. Remember that Buffs uh, jersey, the jersey you got? Yes. I'll be wearing that with pride tonight. Let's go Buffs. All right, yeah, let's go Buffs, indeed. Looking forward to that. Last time I was there was the message that we canceled the Pac-12 tournament. So looking forward to that. Great job. The Edge, come up next right here on v the Sports Betting Network.